Hello, welcome or welcome back to the Goddess Journals. I'm your host, Maggie Pugh. If you don't know me already, you don't know my story. (laughs) I am Canadian, but I'm living in Copenhagen and I'm traveling around Europe, usually in the summers when my partner has time off. And I moved here about two and a half years ago. And last month, I've been back for two, one, two weeks now. And last month I went home and I visited my family and my friends and I visited Canada for the first time in about two and a half years. I have a whole podcast about that coming, breaking that down and what my experience was like there. There's a lot of things that I want to talk about and that will be coming in a couple of weeks. But today I just wanted to touch on one thing in particular I felt a lot, which is meeting expectations and this perfectionism we have about our, not just appearance, but obviously also appearance, but in the energy that we give off and the persona that we put on and the way that we show up for other people. If you don't have this problem, good for you. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm happy for you, but definitely I think a lot of people face this of wanting to be perceived a certain way and overanalyzing and overthinking how they're perceived and really taking what other people think of them and what other people view them as, as the truth, as really important. Of course, we want to be kind and nice and we want people to think highly of us, but I think sometimes we put a little bit too much pressure on that. So I wanted to talk about that and how that really came up for me when I was traveling home this past month and kind of get into the energy around people-pleasing and putting on a persona, and all of that sort of thing. So if this sounds interesting to you, I know it's a little less spiritual, but it is about mindset work. It is going to be about energy. It's just going to be some observations and maybe a little wake-up call, a little realization that you can have, because it was definitely something that I had to work through and I've had to come to terms with in the past few weeks and month. So if this sounds like it interests you, let's just jump into today's episode and chat all about expectations. Welcome to the Goddess Journals. I'm your host, Maggie Pugh, tarot reader, spiritual coach, past life regression practitioner, and your personal spiritual hype girl. I'm here to help you break down your walls and practice the radical vulnerability you need to get to know your soul at its very core. This podcast will give you the guidance to change your fear into power and take those first steps on your ultimate journey to soul transformation. So take a deep breath and let's get mystical. All right, yeah, so let's chat expectations. I'll share my little story about how it's been coming up for me lately, and maybe you can relate to that, and then we can just get into the energy of it a little bit. But basically, I've been gone for two and a half years, and there were two types of expectations that I probably didn't actually face, but that I felt like I was going to face. (laughs) First one, a little bit easier, is from people that I knew, people like friends and family who hadn't seen me since I left and maybe expected me to be the same or a certain way. I felt all this pressure to 
figure out who I was and how Europe had impacted me and changed me. And I knew that going back, I would realize that I'm not necessarily the same person anymore. But I think I also went back realizing I'm still very much the same person. I don't know. I thought I would go back and realize how much I have changed. But I think a big part of going back, I also realized how much everything else changed and how much I have stayed the same in some ways, how much the Canadian part of me, the part of me that existed before I left, didn't really know how to fit in there necessarily the same way. I had an amazing time and I felt very at home, but it was very strange to go back to that version of myself in a way. But I did have this expectation that I would go back and it's been two and a half years and people would expect me to act different, be different, have more knowledge. A big thing I was really worried about is people shaming me for not knowing Danish, but Danish is a hard language. I can read some of it, but speaking it is so different, so difficult. And I never know how to say any of the words because you don't say half the letters. If anyone's listening to this and is Danish, you'll know what I mean. I guess I could have just said a word my family wouldn't know, but I was just worried that they would think that I should be different than I am and that Denmark should have impacted me more and Europe should have impacted me more. And maybe, you know, maybe it did. (laughs) And people would say, how is living over there? And I wouldn't know what to say. I'd say, yeah, I love it. I'm so happy there. I don't really want to come back. But then I don't know, you know, without follow-up questions, I don't really know what to say after that. And then there's the other side of the coin where I felt like people may expect me to be the exact same, but I am different. And sometimes I would feel like maybe I'm talking about traveling too much or I'm talking about Denmark too much, but I'm like, that's my life now. So if I say, oh, this is how they do it in Denmark, that's not me trying to be like, oh, oh, oh." (laughs) but it is me trying to be like, this is what my life is like now. So obviously that's what comes to mind. So I was really nervous about showing up and being someone still recognizable to those who already knew me, but also not being too different, but also having interesting stories. I don't know. It was this really weird mindset to be in. And it really got me thinking about how we want to show up in different parts of our lives, like how we want to show up at school and we want to come across as intelligent and knowledgeable and all of these things. And we're so worried that someone's going to maybe look at you and be like, you're not intelligent. You're not enough. And how so many areas in our life, we show up feeling like not enough, but also being so wary of being too much as well about like treading this really fine line and how it ends up hurting our relationships more and hurting ourselves more to try and be perfect and act perfectly and put on the right persona than it would be to just be ourselves and be honest. So I would really encourage you to reflect on this and ask yourself, where are you putting pressure on yourself to show up as a certain way? Maybe it's with family. Maybe it's being the perfect sibling, the perfect daughter or son. Maybe it's being the perfect daughter-in-law or son-in-law. Maybe it's being the perfect partner. Maybe it's being the perfect friend and you're always worried that your friends are mad at you. Where is it that you are trying to hold yourself back, hold parts of yourself that you don't think are good enough back and also hold back energy that you think is too much in order to please other people? Where are you showing up as a fraction of yourself in your life? Because that's not true to you and you don't want to be putting the energy out into the universe that you always have to be perfect. 
if you start allowing yourself to be flawed from a manifestation standpoint, things are going to come in a lot easier. If you can accept that you can still be loved and you can still be enough and you can still be worthy and you can still be valued exactly as you are, maybe a little bit flawed, maybe a little bit too much, maybe just, you know, scratching the surface of knowing enough to get by with something. If you can show up and be like, I'm enough either way. When you go from a manifestation standpoint, those things are going to come in so much easier because you live your life thinking you are worthy. And so when you ask for something, when you try and manifest something, it's going to become a lot easier because you'll be like, yeah, I'm worthy. It'll just be the little things because everything boils down to worthiness. Really and truly, all energetic work boils down to worthiness of you either feeling not worthy enough because you are not enough or not worthy enough because you're too much and you're a burden or annoying or overbearing. So it's time to start showing up unapologetically, obviously being wary of other people's feelings. That's not what I mean, but showing up unapologetically and being like, this is who I am. And if it's too much for you, oh, well, if you want to look down on me, that's none of my business. That's your own issues because I know that I'm enough as I am and I'm always going to continue to work on myself and grow and learn, but I'm going to do that for me and not for you. Not for you to think that I'm enough, for me to chase a passion or for me to better my life and understand things deeper and to have fun and to learn and to explore not to make me worthy in your eyes and somebody else's eyes. And then the other side of this coin here that I think I felt the most deeply is I met a lot of people for the first time this year. I met Sophie back in January, about a year and a half ago, actually. I met my friend Alex, who was also on the podcast. And then when I went to Canada, I met Emily, who was my very first client. We worked together very closely I have a great love for her. I've known her for years now. I think about four years now, actually, which is so wild to me. And then one of my one-to-one clients, Kelsey, who I've worked with for about a year, and she is just such a big part of my life now. And I care for her so deeply and love her so much. And we've done so much work together, but it's all been online. And I was going to meet both of them when I went to Canada. I did meet both of them (laughs) when I went to Canada. When I met Emily, she stayed at my parents' house for five, six days because she's from Australia and she was doing a trip in Canada. And it just so happened, it lined up perfectly that the week she was going to be where my parents live, that I was going to be home as well. And she arrived the morning after I arrived. So I arrived at like dinner time and then she arrived at 10 a.m. the next day. So I was severely, severely jet lagged. There was a lot that she wanted to see. She wanted to do Niagara Falls. She wanted to do a pumpkin patch. She wanted to do a bunch of other stuff. And I had a lot that I wanted to do with her to show her around, but also to meet up with friends and to just have fun being back at home and see people. There were so many people I needed to see and I wanted to see. And so it was a whirlwind when she was there. We were busy all day, every day. We were so tired. I was really out of it and foggy because I was jet lagged, severely jet lagged. It was a six hour time difference. And she has always known me as such a deeply spiritual person. 
we had wanted to do a card reading and didn't get the chance. And that was too bad. I really wish we could have done one in person, but it was just so much going on and I wanted to be in the right energy for it. I didn't want to be exhausted giving her a reading because it wouldn't be as good in my opinion. I want to be comfortable in my energy. I don't want to be pouring from an empty cup, but it was still so, so, so much fun. But I was really out of it and tired and we were so busy. And then when I met Kelsey, I had just had a really awful cold, like sleeping for 12 hours a day, had to cancel all my plans for three days. Then I drove up to where she's from and I was only going to be there for literally one day. So we only had like one day together. I think we spent about four to six hours together and I was so sick. I was better then, like I could go out in public and it wasn't COVID. I took tests, but I was just getting over that. And you know, when you're getting over a cold and you have that intense brain fog, like you're just kind of out of it. That's how I was feeling. (laughs) And we went to this bookshop and we're in the basement going through these stacks of books. And I wanted to be like, oh, here's the spirituality section because I found a bunch of spiritual books and it was kind of unorganized and stacks and stacks of books everywhere. And I literally forgot the word for spirituality. (laughs) And I'm like, that's my whole job. And I forgot the word for spirituality. (laughs) And I just felt so out of it. And both of them, like I was so out of it and I was so busy and it was such a snapshot of time. And we didn't get to do some of the spiritual stuff I obviously would have liked to do together. And I was so nervous that I let them down. I was so scared that they had this idea of me as super spiritual, magical, channeling, like this spiritual goddess. (laughs) I mean, not to stroke my own ego, but like that's, you know, I know how some people see me as this deeply, deeply spiritual person and I am, but I'm so nervous every time I meet someone in person who only knows me from online space and social media because this is my job. So of course, 90, 95% of what I post is deeply, deeply spiritual stuff and energetic stuff. And I can speak so deeply and so knowledgeably about all of this sort of spiritual things, spiritual life, the spiritual routines, but I'm also human. And especially when I was going home, to where my roots are, to where I grew up. And I did not grow up very spiritual. And when I'm around family and friends who don't know me as that, who know me as that, but don't have known me a lot more of my life as just me, Maggie, the human person, and I'm not top-notch energetically, I'm not going to be as deeply woo-woo and really spiritual. And I can have those conversations, but I might not be the same as when you book a reading with me or when you're coaching with me or when you're listening to my podcast, watching my YouTube, doing all these things because that part of my life is showcasing my spiritual side, but I'm also human. And I think it's so important that we remind ourselves that we're also human. And I was so nervous about letting people down and I'm sure that I didn't. And I know I've talked to people and they've been like, you were sick and like, Also, it was amazing still to meet you and I felt so excited and I felt like it was so amazing to meet these friends of mine and these people who I care for so deeply in person, but there was still that fear that I was not meeting their expectations of this like super 
woo-woo spiritual person. And what this really taught me is, yes, about expectations with others, but also these expectations we put on ourselves when it comes to spirituality. I think I have to remind myself when I meet other people or when I have a off day or when I get really bad period cramps and I just want to lie in bed all day and do nothing. Yes, I am spiritual, but I am also human. And spirituality isn't about getting so deep into it and expanding and ascending so much that you lose yourself and your humanness, your human ego. Like That's why we came here. If you subscribe to the idea of past life regression, which I'm sure you're interested in, at least if you follow me and you're into what I do, because that is part of my job title. I am a past life regression practitioner. If you believe in past lives, you know that we have come to earth to learn something and it's not to learn to spiritually ascend, but it's to learn who we are on an individual level, who we are as a human and how spirituality and oneness and other people also merge with that, how we can be one with everything else, but also individual. We aren't meant to transcend the ego completely. You want to learn who you are and how to stand up for yourself and what you love and who you are as an individual with your hobbies and your self-expression and all of those beautiful things that we get to have as a human. You always have to remind yourself, yes, I am spiritual, but also I am human. Also, I am in pain sometimes. Yes, I am spiritual, but also I am tired. Yes, I am spiritual, but also I need a break. Yes, I'm spiritual, but also I'm an artist. Yes, I'm spiritual, but also I'm an athlete. Yes, I'm spiritual, but also I am curious. Also, I have bad days. Also, I gossip. Also, I do these things that are okay. Obviously, you know, something like gossiping, you really shouldn't do, but you're allowed to have these human ego outlets and you don't have to be this perfectly spiritual person. And you have to remind yourself when it comes to expectations Maybe you think you need to be super intelligent, but you also feel like you like some trashy magazines or TV. Maybe you feel like you need to be super professional, but you also like to party once in a while. It's reminding yourself on a spiritual sense, like what I'm saying, but also just on a human sense and these expectations that you put on yourself to meet the perception and expectations of others, that you have so many layers to yourself and your spirit, and your personality, and you hold duality within you. We all do. We have that yin and yang, that masculine and feminine, that dark and light. You are a dual being. You are filled with things that push back and forth that are contrary to each other. And that's okay. And people need to expect that because they're the same way. We're hypocritical within ourselves in like an amazing way where we can be so realistic, but also be such dreamers where we can be so motivated, but also need some time to rest, where we can be so extroverted, but also introverted. We have all of us duality within us. And I don't think I have ever let people down and I hope not. And if I have, that sucks. (laughs) And like, that doesn't feel great. And it makes me wish things were maybe a little different. And I hope I've never let anybody down. But also, if I have, people need to curb their expectations and that's the same with you. You are enough as the contrary 
dual complex being that you are. And if people can't see one part of you without another, that has nothing to do with you. That is their problem. Allow yourself to be a walking contradiction. Obviously, learn from your mistakes and don't be a big hypocrite and tell people to be one way and then act another, but allow yourself to have expectations and not meet them and be perfectly fine with that sometimes because you're human and you're here to be a human. You're here to be a human having a spiritual experience. That's what it boils down to. And you can't get rid of that human side and you shouldn't get rid of that human side. So be easy, be loving and be caring to yourself. All right, that's all I have today. I've been really liking these short and sweet episodes, but I hope that you are loving to yourself. I hope you take a little time to reflect about maybe where you're being too hard on yourself, where you're not allowing yourself to live in contradiction, in duality, and where you're not allowing yourself to fully just be you. Go off and do something that feeds your soul today. I hope you have an amazing day. If you haven't already, please, please, please rate the podcast five stars. It would mean so much to me. Share this on your stories. Share this with someone you think needs to hear this message because that's how the podcast grows. And that's how you can give back to me a little bit as I give to you every week. And I'd really appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much. I will talk to you next week. Bye.